0: Hey Casey.
1: Hmm?
0: Do you know what the world needs right now?
1: Warm blankets.
0: Clothes. Comfort shows.
1: <gasps> Comfort blankie is warm.
0: I need to be comforted from this.
1: Blankies.
0: hello and welcome back to talk nerdy to me baby where we talk nerdy to you baby Baby. most weeks Mm. Mm, semi-consistency
1: blankies
0: (laughs) it's too warm for blankies
1: yes but it's never too warm for comfort
0: that's what i said in the intro never mind Hey, we're going to talk about shows that could comfort you in times of stress.
1: That is what you were talking about in the intro. It feels so long ago now.
0: I know. It feels almost like 30 to 40 seconds worth of music ago.
1: Wow. My, how time floats.
0: Floats. (sighs) Ah.
1: Don't mind me. That's just the sound of, the silent sound of me reminiscing about all the comfort shows I like to watch.
0: Yeah. So we're going to give you 10 comfort shows. 10? 10! 5 for each of us.
1: <gasps> That's like 5 for each of us.
0: Math. Not a comfort. <laughs> <laughs> At least, not to me.
1: It, it can be. Why? If you roll those dice.
0: Ooh. Oh.
1: Dice blanket. That's real. Mm-hmm. So.
0: Sorry. i have to take a sip.
1: Comfort sip.
0: Comfort sip from my Magic the Gathering cup.
1: Wow. It's come full circle.
0: It's come full oh, circle. Uh, 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 close come. enough. Close <laughs> enough.
1: So, ten shows.
0: Ten shows. Do you want to start? No. <laughs> okay. Sure. Then I will start with one of my favorites, which is. Steven Universe. Steven! That's right. Steven Universe. So for me, it was a show I found and I just, I looked forward to it because it was such, even with like the mo- the more emotional episodes, it's so, I'm not laid back because you're invested, but it has such a sereneness to it that you're just like, I'm okay. And it has so many wonderful characters. It's all about love and growth as a person. And it doesn't solve things with violence. The whole point is to make everyone get along with each other, understand each other, take time to get to know one another. And, you know, everything works out and is happy. And so... Bubbles. Yes. Well, they get bubbled until they can be fixed. But it's like the music is great. And they have songs all about, like, dealing with your emotional stress and your emotional trauma. And believe me, this show does have, like, emotional trauma.
1: It really does. And sometimes it's in the form of a very silent and creepy kid.
0: I don't... We're not even going to touch on Onion. (laughs) (laughs) We're just going to move forward. But it, it just has a way of, like, making you feel like the stuff that you're trying to work through and the stuff that you're trying to get through in life is something that you will be able to. It's defeatable. It's something you can overcome. It's something you can break through and become a better, more full person in a life full of love and just happiness. And I feel like if you're going to go for a comfort show, that is the epitome of a comfort show. But there are a couple episodes where you'll cry. But then, like, they're only 15 15 minutes, so, like, right away, you can be comforted.
1: Yeah. And, I mean, what better way of being comforted then by your three space rock moms
0: right you have bird mom and two people mom and then rock mom well they're all rock mom i don't know so many
1: but like i like that every every so often you know if, if steven and if and when steven's in crisis um one of the three of them seems to have the right advice that he needs for that moment or is able to be the right guiding voice for him.
0: And he is able to be the right guiding voice for others Mm -hmm. because he was raised in such a good environment. Yeah. That who cares that there is so much going on when you can have happy crystal gems
1: and an N64, because <laughs> it's totally what he's playing.
0: And a lion.
1: And a lion that you can travel into another dimension in his mane.
0: Yes. It's true. But anyway, that's like one of my top comfort That's
1: some solid comfort, mane. Alex. <laughs> what about you? <gasps> Me? Well, I'm going to go ahead and cheat right from the beginning. Because my number five is technically three shows.
0: Okay. It
1: is now my updated version of the Holy Trinity of sitcoms.
0: Oh, okay.
1: Yes. So, we have Parks and Recreation, Community, and Brooklyn Nine-Nine.
0: I see. Yes. So, like, if you need, let's say, days, weeks, or months worth of comfort, you just blend those shows together.
1: Yep. (laughs) Yep. And honestly, like each of the shows have like a fun cast of characters and silly comedy. And they all like to mess with, you know, traditional sitcom formats and just play around. And, you know, there are shows like once you've seen them, it's there are shows that you could I, I think you could just jump in on any episode and just enjoy the enjoy the ride. Uh Like, especially once you've seen it. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, I just, I I couldn't decide between one of those three shows and they all kind of evoke a similar feeling of just, you know, fun, modern sitcom that just, you know, is it's one of those shows that they're all shows that if it was on and you just sit down, you can just hop right in and just Mm -hmm. enjoy the ride. And so, uh, yeah, Community is a newer one for me because you only just watched it it recently yeah and but it quickly because of the variety and everything uh and just the writing and the the acting and just all of it all the elements really work in that show and so to me i'm like well it's got to be in the holy trinity now
0: i would agree and i i i would agree that those kind of fall under the same umbrella for me because like Brooklyn Nine-Nine is just so feel-good. At the end of the day, you know that all of them are, like, okay. They're all there for each other. And it has that same sense of safety. And I think Parks and Rec also has that. Though the last season does give me stress. (laughs) Because they're fighting. And I hate that. Yeah. But
1: it all works out. And they all stay friends.
0: And eventually I need to see the end of Community.
1: Yeah. So uh community is one of those shows uh that as soon as i finished it i was ready to go through it again i'm uh-huh. like this is weird i just finished a show but i'm ready to just start all over again and i felt that way about brooklyn Nine Nine, and i did uh and it took with a few me. years yep it took a few years but then i did the same thing for parks Rec. with me look at that so it me i think shows like that are good to have someone to watch with
0: they're a good one to share I think, and it's a good, like, bonding experience kind of show. Though we have also been watching Steven, though we've been a little remiss.
1: Yeah, so uh, we've watched a couple of seasons. I definitely need to finish up on that. But yeah, it's a really good show, and
0: yeah. Yeah. Comforting. Comforting. All right. What's but, next for you? Well, I would say that it's unexpected, except that if you've ever talked to me before, it's not. Battlestar Galactica.
1: Oh, such a happy, comforting show.
0: It's not a happy show, but it's a hopeful show. And I think what I like about it so much and why I would consider it a comfort watch, aside from like the general, I just really like that show, so watching it makes me happy, is that it's about characters who are flawed and grow and learn. And it never, even in like the darkest moments of that show, never loses the idea of hope. And they're always working for something and there's always a way that even when things feel like nothing's ever gonna work out where the end of humanity is nigh, there's always a way to find hope and find some kind of guidance to lead you forward. And I just, like, it's one of my favorite shows of all time. And for me, every time I watch it, like, I see more things, I learn more from it, and I just, I get so much out of it And I feel like that immersion sometimes is just as comforting of being able to escape into a world that is kind of worse in many respects than the world that we're in, but also one where you see so many parallels of all the stuff going on that's upsetting you in life, especially like in the world today, but you see them able to move forward and like get through it, which makes you feel like there is hope for humans to not be as stupid.
1: What hope? (laughs) That's some hope right there that humanity won't be as stupid.
0: Yeah. But you just got to watch it.
1: I did. Recently finished it. And it's very, very good. And I agree. Like, anytime it hit a really, really low point for the characters or, you know, the darkest hour, it always ends with hope. And it's one of the shows I feel like more than almost any other show where conversations that other characters have with each other or things that they do with each other really affect each other. Mm-hmm. Like you can tell and not just because of the writing thing of like, okay, well we included the scene, so it needs to have a payoff. It feels hey, less. Well, a lot of
0: shows don't do that.
1: It's true. But you know, there, even if you do that, that doesn't necessarily mean that it, like you're not necessarily writing a good show if you have a payoff or something, mm-hmm. but I think it, It does that, but more than that, like, I feel like that's not giving it enough credit because I feel like you can really tell that a character isn't just doing this thing because of the plot. They're doing a thing because they really took in and absorbed the words that someone else was saying to them, whether they liked it or not, because a lot of the time they don't like it, Mm -hmm. but they like the characters really, truly interact in a way of they Are seen and heard by each other. Again, not always in a positive way, but you can tell that what they are being presented with when we see them in the show affects them.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: And so I really like that.
0: I agree. But that's the second for me. What about you, Mr. I already had three?
1: (laughs) No more cheating from me.
0: Maybe I'll cheat.
1: Maybe. Because I feel like we may have some overlap. Maybe. Maybe. (laughs) My next show is Zoids.
0: Zoids.
1: Which, if you don't know, is an anime that was on Cartoon Network uh, about people riding around in animatronic mechs. They're all like based off of animals and creatures and stuff. And they fight and do stuff. And it's great. So, my experience with Zoids is a very interesting one. Yeah. Because it was the show that I would wake up for to watch before I went to school every morning. Uh, and they would do this really fun thing where they would switch the time slot of it with no prior fun warning or anything. And so, sometimes it was okay because it would go from 6 a.m. to 6.30. And I'm like, okay, well, I'm already up. It's cool. Uh, and sometimes I it-
0: when. Waking up at six AM and six thirty was easier.
1: Not really. It's so. It's been so long ago.
0: <laughs> Sorry. Uh,
1: and no, it, it's it's weird to think about now. Like it, may, Yeah, that was so easy, and now I'm just like eight o'clock is super early, man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, sometimes it would switch from six thirty back to six AM, and so then I would miss it or catch like the last two minutes of the episode. Uh, and that always made me sad, but I remember sometimes I would have to check like the TV guide or our equivalent of it to see, cause sometimes it would tell you sometimes like if we had one of those, mm-hmm. I could catch it in time and be like, aha, you won't get me this time. Uh, and then there was also at like four o'clock or something like that. Sometime in the afternoon after school, uh, they had the other show of Zoids. Which was more like the tournament one. And so there were two different versions of Zoids, two different Zoid shows, one in the morning and one in the afternoon. And so I get, you know, two worlds, one family. family? (laughs) Uh, But yeah, I I just, I heard about the show and once I started watching it, it just sounded like the coolest thing. And so when I I found it and started watching it, uh, because I wasn't sure if I had the right channel and then... Turns out I did because I didn't have Disney Channel growing up.
0: I'm sorry. My mother really liked having cable.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So I had uh, most of my cartoon watching was through Cartoon Network. And so once I found it and started watching it, I became hooked. And like that was my show for a really long time. I know. And so I would just watch the episodes every day. And then eventually they would run out of episodes and start all over. And I would just keep watching it. All the time over and over and in a loop and, you know, never got tired of it. And I feel like it, that's a big sign for a comfort show, which is you can watch episodes you've seen over and over and over and not get tired of them. I would agree. And so my my goal uh, that I made one day is, and, and hopefully one day I'll do this, I wanted to do an abridged series. I know, you Zoids. mentioned it. Yeah, so I would love to do that because that one, again, it was just one of my my favorite animes. And for me, it just feels so niche. Uh, I had a niche. couple of, yeah, I had a couple of the actual Zoids, like the ones that you could build. Cause that's what, I think that's where it started was the models. Mm-hmm. Uh, like but, Gundams. Yeah. But a couple of the pieces broke on some of them, but I, I say would say
0: not knowing if Gundams came the toy or the show came first.
1: You know, I'm not exactly sure. I never got into Gundam. Everything was Zoids. So I know it. that
0: Beyblade happened because they wanted to market Beyblades.
1: <laughs> so, uh, some people had, you know, they were into Gundam or, you know, DBZ or what have you. I, I just couldn't break away from Zoids, it seemed. I, I, I kind of, like, fixated on, like, one or two animes at a time. And for me, for the longest time, that, that spot was filled by Zoids. And there were two Zoid shows, so <laughs> it was pretty full. Uh, But, yeah, it's just one of those shows I can easily go back to and just makes me feel good. I would love to find... Uh or if they make I'm sure they've made some new ones. I mm-hmm. would love to get a model and build another Zoid again because that would be so much fun.
0: Hey, you do that when I finally buy the Gundams I need for the project I wanted to do for two years. Oh.
1: And mm, once once you eventually do that, because I know you will. Yes. It's gonna be the coolest thing ever and just thinking about it nerds me out. One day you all make get to see it.
0: Yeah, I have to wait till I find, like, a craft table because the thing is, I want to be able to, like, keep, like, put it on something and not have to worry about the things.
1: And I will be able to use my nerd heart to live through you through that. But Zoids are simple enough that even I can build them. <laughs> so, yeah. Nice. Comfort watch, comfort build.
0: Indeed. Well, should I cheat?
1: I mean, I started with a cheat, so I okay, have no room. Then to talk. I'm
0: going to kind of just spin off what you were saying Ooh. and just go with childhood favorite animes mm. in general. Because I it's hard for me to choose between, like, the ones that I would choose. Because for me, like, looking at my shelves, there's Pokemon, which like anything that you put on from the first, like, four series I will watch and be happy like I the franchise just like makes my heart melt and I like you can put it on at any point and you're just happy to see Pokemon but then equally I love Digimon I know not a lot of people do but give me Digimon Adventure the first series of it at any point and I'm just happy i'm just want to talk to you about all the ins and outs of all of the different lore all the different things that connect to here to there to there and why it's dramatic storytelling is really good but like there are shows that get me hyped and then equally i would add in like sailor moon because it's it's just one of those shows that you just get hooked on you just watch and you're just you lose time and to me sometimes comfort shows is one of those ones where you can just lose yourself in that show and equally if you want something with a little bit less like emotional ups and downs that sailor moon has um i would do cardcaptor sakura which there's a new version that i still have yet to watch but it is much more like low stakes when it comes to that sort of thing there's something else I was going to mention. In can- oh, DBZ is always fun. But you can enter at any point in DBZ and just be like, good. Oh, do I hear a cat who has a toy?
1: Yes, you do.
0: Well, if you hear a yowling cat come in, it's because she has a toy.
1: Yeah, there's this new thing that she started within, I'd say, a couple months ago that uh, I really started to notice
0: it. Did she do it at the other place?
1: I don't know. Maybe it was just at this place, but she likes to meow like she is in dire pain. Yep. But in reality, she's just walking around with a toy in her mouth and wants to proclaim it to the world.
0: I, like, I'm sure there is some kind of like psychological thing behind it. And like some animal instinct about like announcing your prey or presenting someone you care about with your catch. But she just wants you to think that she's like trapped in a well. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but anyway, your next show.
1: Speaking of trapped in a well, Wilmer well. and Wailord are Pokemon, which is actually my next one. So oh. prepare yourself, prepare for trouble, and make a double because more Pokemon, that's that's it's mine. Your... Yep. Uh,
0: Anything else you want to add to Pokemon there?
1: Sure. Ooh. <laughs> so that was another one of a lot of my comfort shows, um, as you will know, as you will notice is that they were shows that I watched before going to school and, uh, Pokemon, I have some of, some of those animes I got into in a weird sort of way. And with Pokemon, it was my uncle taking me. I remember, I don't remember being in the store. I just remember being in his car after. Mm Mm-hmm. And holding the things that i got uh but i got a pokemon vhs mm. uh and i it's got it nuts. yeah i got i think ashbrock and misty toys uh but i
0: the same ones that i had yeah uh
1: and my i was so jealous of my friend because he had uh ashbrock and misty toys that were you could move they them. They articulate Yeah. Nah. You could bend their knees.
0: <laughs> Whoa. I don't think I ever saw those. I just had the statue of like, here's my peace sign. Here's yep. my hands on my hips. Yep. Here's me holding a Pokeball.
1: Exactly. Uh, and so I got those because I was so interested yeah. in this show. That just It looks so interesting. And it all started from a box of Cap'n Crunch peanut butter crunch. <laughs> Nice. I saw it on there and they had like a little maze and stuff on the back of the cereal box. I'm like, what is this? I want to get into this. And I wanted to mail in the UPCs to get a Pikachu camera, but it never ended up happening. But I just remember that cereal box and I was just seeing that was enough to make me enthralled by it. And then the obsession hit. And, you know, it's something I carry with me to this day of my love for Pokemon. But uh, I just... Got so obsessed and the first, so the VHS I had was, it starts off with the Cerulean City Gym Battle episode. Uh, The one with AJ where he wins his 100th Pokemon uh, battle with Sandshrew. I'm going to be the greatest Pokemon master. That's what he talked like and I'm like, he sounds like where I live. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And then School Hard Knocks.
0: That one, man, it breaks you.
1: Yeah, that was some tough stuff. Uh, but yeah, I I just watched those three episodes over and over and I just was so hooked and it's I it's hard to figure like the timeline with that and uh and Zoids gets kind of fuzzy. Mm-hmm. I think Pokemon was a bit first. It's weird. I don't know. But as far I mean, as like when I got into it, but and then I got the red and blue version of the game, and just from then on, there was no stopping it.
0: <laughs> I'm pretty sure Pokemon and Digimon fell around the same time period because it was before I started watching Toonami, and the rest of them I think I mostly saw on Toonami, except for Card Captors.
1: Which is yeah, which is why I think Zoids might have been slightly after it, but very close, yeah. uh, because that was the afternoon show. It was uh, it was on Toonami.
0: I was one of the only ones of my friends to really be into Pokemon. And for my birthday, I made them go see Pokemon, the first movie. Hey. And no one else cared.
1: See, I didn't get to see A
0: history of my birthdays.
1: <laughs> I didn't get to see any of the Pokemon movies in theaters until the third one. But I got them on VHS. I think
0: I saw the first two theaters. I saw the Digimon movie in theaters. Where they had, like, the american whatever song added into it for some american reason. idiot no <laughs> no we're the kids from america wow well, that song <laughs> sure like was the like theme of that movie or at least their marketing mm-hmm. because like at one point they're in america nice like
1: cool but yeah i mean you could go on and on and on about pokemon but yeah it's just the show especially the the kanto episodes like I can I remember when they announced they were gonna be on Netflix and I lost my mind and I was just Your like mind. my mind and I was like, We're gonna watch all my, these episodes.
0: My, my mind. No.
1: That song is forever burning but, my brain.
0: Yes. Okay. Next one. Because yeah. we will keep talking about Pokemon. There's a reason we have so many episodes on it.
1: It makes me feel good. Comfort.
0: Yeah. Next So <laughs> I know that in like modern day this show has issues. I understand that. But if you could acknowledge the problems and shows that you love, Gilmore Girls.
1: I had no idea where this was going.
0: <laughs> Gilmore Girls. Like, it's such an easy watch. It's such a thing where, like, you find yourself quoting it. You just, like, you are invested in this stupid little town that, like, is too quirky to ever exist. You are like, yeah, you have... All these things happening and like you're whatever and everything's gonna work out and la 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 Everything's cool and like there's one season of that show or like one part of a season of the show which I don't feel is a comfort watch, but if you skip over that part, then the rest of it is like it's just like it's nostalgia, even if you didn't watch it as a child. It's just like easy to watch. It's very like whimsical, it's like contemporary fiction. Like it's not trying to be real life. And it's not real life. And it does, like, have a bunch of, like, really weird things in it. But it's it has so many just, like, cute moments that just make you feel good inside, feel warm, and just want coffee on a snow day. Like, that's what that show feels like. And it's great. I love it. It's one of those ones, I think I've seen it three times, like, in its entirety. And... I will watch it again and one day we'll make Casey watch it so he can just understand part of my brain. It's true. And you will understand. And just like, just, just boy with the poodles already. What? <laughs> <laughs> you will learn to speak Amy Sherman Palladino language. And I really wanted to wa- like, like the marvelous is Maisel. I've liked and loved every other Amy Sherman Palladino show. I've tried like bunheads. I wish continued because bunheads had that essence of Gilmore Girls. And was really fun. It was Sutton Foster. Um, and it had a bunch of people from like Gilmore Girls in it. But like it had the same like sweet sugar cookie air as Gilmore Girls does. Which I didn't get from the Marvelous Miss Maisel. But if you are sick of Gilmore Girls. And want something to give you that same feeling. And watch the one season of Bunheads. It's, good. it's about ballerinas. I remember. Yeah. I liked it a lot. And then they canceled it. Yeah. That was just like a year of things being canceled. But yeah, I really like Gilmore Girls. And like, even when you can acknowledge all the, the like issues with some of the storytelling, it's still like a great show. I like to preface things that I really, really like with the fact that I acknowledge that there's problematic things and things that you love, but you can love them anyway.
1: And that's the water.
0: (laughs) Let me sip my lemon water.
1: (laughs) I will. And I, while you do that, we'll talk about... It's very diluted right now. (laughs) (laughs) While you do that and sip your diluted lemon water, I will talk about my next show. Yes?
0: Yay! And that
1: is, Whose Line Is It Anyway? Yes! That
0: was one of mine.
1: Is that an overlap we have?
0: Yes, but I can try to slip something else in. Okay. We'll see. Okay. We'll see. But I yes. feel like
1: not even you know what's going to happen after that.
0: I mean, I don't know what's going to happen from now. So. <laughs> what? What?
1: <laughs> yeah, so Whose Line Is It Anyway is the show we are currently... Good, uh, we, we go on and off of just having, you know, times of comfort whenever we're just like, ah, man, everything sucks. What should we watch? Whose, Whose line, line Is It Anyway? anyway? Uh, it's just one of my favorite shows. It always... Like, one of the, some of the episodes we watched the other day... I've seen so many times, and I laughed as hard as like as if it were the first time hearing it.
0: No, I I agree. It's like even if you like have the skit memorized, you still just laugh so much.
1: There are so many <laughs> iconic things about it, and everyone in that show was just so good. And being somebody who just has an avid love for improv, I mean, it all stems from that show. Mm-hmm. My love of improv is you that is you can trace it all the way back to that uh and i just like i, I enjoy watching all these people do their jobs so well and yeah it's just so many of the things are so iconic and just so funny no matter how many, like it really doesn't lose its luster uh okay you said there are you know Things about a... Problematic things about a show you love. Some things, not everything holds up well.
0: No, some things did not age.
1: Yeah, and, you know, it was definitely comedy of its time. And so there are going to be things that don't, you know, hold up. Uh, And some stuff you're like, "Mm, yeah, that doesn't work anymore. But, I mean, I I don't think that overshadows how much...
0: Does. Yeah, how much
1: does hold up and how much just really is just... Hilarious things, and like one of the best things about the show is the fact that none of it's planned, mm-hmm. and there's so many things that just happen, where it's just oh, that's just one of those things that can only happen live and just with other people and just experiencing life, like just the the uncanniness of some some of the things that happen in the show, and like some of the things are like you know they. The, the writers on the show would try to set up, you know, set them up for success as much yeah. as possible. But there's so many things where it's just like... Meow. Yeah, so so many things just line up so perfectly and just, I, I think, will stand the test of time and have... And I just, you know, I, people will have opinions like... I, like, I like the British the British version. I mean, it's got a lot of the same people it's funny uh i also really like the newer episodes with aisha tyler and stuff there's some of like the funniest stuff that they've mm-hmm. done in more recent episodes because they they have proven more many multiple times over that they they still got it uh but i as much as i love all the versions of it i mean you can't beat the drew carey era no like when he, the era where he hosted it. like the, it's I just, mean, there's
0: a reason people brought it back
1: yeah it's just so it's just pure gold pure comedy gold and i it's one of those things i will never refuse if someone's like hey you want to watch them who's line my answer is always yes yes (laughs) yes yes so i think you have one more two more yes
0: yes we did steven anime Gilmore Girls and Ballester. Oh, one more.
1: Oh I can remember, it's not a comfort. Except <laughs> D D. Hmm.
0: did I have an honorable mention category at the end?
1: Would you like to do it now? Before you're number one? Or still want to wait till the end?
0: Sure. Honorable mention. Yeah. Game shows. Okay. Uh just because I like if I need to turn my brain off, and not even like in a in a, like, go vegetable kind of way. But in a, I need to not think about other things. I need to give my mind something to do. I like game shows. Casey can attest to it. I've made him watch plenty. But, like, things like The Amazing Race, which I do consider, like, some kind of a game show because there's trivia and other things that you have to do. Um, You know, Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? Jeopardy! Wheel of Fortune! Uh, We started watching The Hustler! And The Chase! And that kind of Like, The Weakest Link! Like, it... I have gone through, like, phases of my life where I watch so much Game Show Network because I just find the stability of the format, the predictability of, like, what's going to happen, do this, and just being able to just, like, play along without any kind of stakes to be really fun. And so it's a really good way for me to just give my brain candy.
1: Yeah, Wheel of Fortune was probably the biggest one growing up for me. Uh, the Price
0: is Right with Drew. Oh, Carrick. The
1: Price is Right is really good. Uh, I... I found that, uh, I, I got into that show like maybe a year or two before Bob Barker left Mm -hmm. and I just fell hard for it. And I just, I just couldn't look away. It was one of those shows where I'm just like, ah, I got to watch it. And so I just started watching every day. Uh, it
0: was one of the ones I would watch when I was homesick a lot.
1: Yeah. Another one that was big in my family was Family Feud.
0: Mm, I like Family Feud. Uh,
1: yeah, that. Like those were some of the the big shows for me.
0: Yeah, and I would watch a lot of the ones on like GSN where they would play like the really old ones, and like I enjoyed those as well. Like uh the the Million Dollar Pyramid, the um Card Sharks, um the, man, there's so many. I just like I really like game shows. They're fun. And they are fun. One day, I want them to give me a job to host a long running game show. I'm putting it out there into the universe. Make it happen, universe.
1: I mean, like you said, eventually even Drew Carey has to retire.
0: He does. And I do believe that you should make the next host a female named me.
1: <laughs> You're welcome to The Price is Right. Hosted by
0: me. Me. <laughs> just say that every time. Why it's your not? host. Me. me. <laughs> Why not? But the one that's that's my additive because of whatever. But um, the one I do want to bring up is Star Trek. Star Trek. Because it's just one of those shows that just reminds me of being little and sitting on the couch and watching it before I go to bed. And I, I've waxed on so much about Star Trek and so many other episodes. But just like it's another one of those shows where like. You know the episodes, you can go into it and just like enjoy the the hope of humanity for a future that's not dependent on war and believes that humanity can unify with themselves and also the rest of the galaxy and that our driving force in the future will be the pursuit of knowledge and science and exploration and not death and destruction and competition.
1: You like sci-fi shows that bring—they're all about hope and humanity.
0: I do, but that's also like a big thing about what sci-fi is. It tends to be like at its core about like hope for the future and also for having what does it mean to be human and what is humanity's purpose like that's like the core of sci-fi and it's stuff that i love and i will use this point to recommend that if you like all of those things read this is how you lose the time war i just finished it last night but i would call it a good thing if you like those kinds of things i'm allowed to make the rules and say what i can and cannot say on the show
1: It's true. I shattered the rules as soon as we started. (laughs)
0: You did, and so we exist in an era of chaos, and chaos shall be our home. You have one more.
1: Will you open your heart to chaos?
0: My heart is chaos.
1: This is true. Speaking of chaos, uh, my last show is one that uh, I also have seen the episode so many times. And also reminds me of, <laughs> uh, just being a kid and watching so many episodes of
0: Ed Ed and Eddie. Eddie,
1: it's another one that I found uh, when I was a kid, and it was it was around the Zoe Pokemon era too, uh, and it was also another show that I watched before going to school. Uh, that it was, was just on before school. Yeah. There was some, like, I would watch it uh, right before school. It started doing, like, it was weird. There were, like, those shows that I got into just seemed to kind of appear in the mornings right when I got into them. I mean, I mean it was they, more of discovery, but.
0: They knew their key time frames.
1: Yeah, they were like, ooh, Casey's got to get ready for school. Let's throw in an episode before he goes so he can watch us. Uh, but I
0: saw Cartoon Cartoon Fridays.
1: Yeah, I remember. I remember the first time I got to watch Ed, Ed and a new episode, where I was caught up and got to watch new episodes, which was really awesome. Uh, but I mean, I've been watching a lot of Ed, Ed and Eddy lately just because it's just it makes me laugh. It's an, a, much like Who's Line, like some stuff just makes me laugh every time, and it's just you know it's all about kids playing in their neighborhood and you know just letting their imaginations run wild and uh getting up to stuff and not like those kids are pretty much confined to their bubble um and you know sometimes you just want to hop into that bubble and just feel safe and just silly and it like words cannot express how much how deep my love goes for the Foley in that show.
0: It's great. All of
1: the sound effects and just every little tiny detail that sometimes goes uh, overlooked in that show. It's just so perfect. Mm -hmm. And like, I could just watch, I could just like, if, if I, it may be the show, if not definitely one of the ones considered because it's on this list of shows. Like if I could, if it was like one show, I would just, that would be on a loop for the rest of time. Uh, there's a high, high probability that this would be the show and I w- would still be okay. <laughs> like I could just watch the episodes over and over and over again.
0: I I watched some as a kid, but not nearly as much as you did because it was always there. And I I liked it enough as a kid, and but I've gained such a bigger appreciation by seeing how much joy it brings you that I like it even more now than I did at any point when I was a child. Huh? Well,
1: I mean, it really does have that effect for me to just turn that frown upside down, as they say. Uh, mm-hmm. I have one of my friends who loves it just as much as I do, and we've been sharing, like, little clips of episodes with each other, and it just, it's so, it's so ridiculous that it just, it, you can't help but just... You know, just feel a sense of, of bliss. and.
0: My favorite thing that you showed me was the one where they did the line art and then he was singing.
1: The line art?
0: Of Ed. And they put him to a song because it sounds like Ed. Oh,
1: yeah. Uh, someone made a TikTok series of... um, What's the name of the song? I don't know. I don't want to lose your love tonight. I don't want to lose, lose your love
0: tonight. tonight.
1: Yeah, if you go back My and listen to that. And just picture Ed yep. in your head, you will realize that the, the, this singer sounds just like Ed. from It's Ed very and Ed. funny. Uh, but yeah, so many comforting shows. And I mean, I, I, I let us know what your shows are, because I, yes. I like to know well, we'd like to know what shows just make you happy whenever you watch them.
0: And you should share that with us on places like Twitter, or Instagram, or anywhere on the internet that you seem to find us where I am Marie by the Sea
1: And I am Case Crusader.
0: Wow, that means that we're at the end of the show. (gasps) Wow. Well, hopefully you feel comforted by our voices is, voices in your ears today. And we hope that you, we find you happy and, you know.
1: May we comfort you with the fact that I think we were under an hour.
0: We were almost under, like, 40 minutes. We are just hitting over 40 minutes. Wow! This is a comfort show! (laughs) (laughs) Okay,
1: okay!
0: okay. Be comforted! Gosh darn it! Oh my god! Okay! We'll see you next Tuesday, likely. We post on Tuesdays at 7 a.m. And you can find us on... That's
1: after 6 a.m., which is really early.
0: 7 a.m. PST. So some of it is later for you, but you can find us on Apple, Spotify, SoundCloud, pretty much everywhere that hosts podcasts that is not a private service. And guess what? Yes. Time to say goodbye. (sighs) Goodbye. (laughs) Ha
1: ha ha.
0: Hello, light.
1: (laughs) Hello, light. (laughs)